0: Well hello and welcome to this new light the podcast where I invite you to join me in an open conversation about music creativity and life This is episode four and today i'll be answering some questions that you guys have sent in. They're questions relating to new music key influences and career aspirations All of which I really look forward to answering I hope that no matter where or when you're listening to this Do these words encourage, refresh, and motivate you to take on this universal experience we call life? So let's dive in. Now, it's been a while since I've checked in on the podcast, and I do apologize for that. But I've been really busy lately writing assignments. I know I've talked about this before, but this year I'm trying to juggle full-time uni and music. So that means some deadlines I've set for myself have been pushed back. One of those deadlines, of course, is the release of Awakening, my upcoming single set to drop very soon. It's been a year since I wrote the song and about eight months of producing it, but we are finally on to mastering. This means the process is almost complete, so get excited for that. A few weeks back, I posted on Instagram asking if people had questions for me to answer on the podcast, and thankfully you did. So today I'm going to answer those very questions. The first comes from a guy by the name of Tarso. He's a really faithful supporter of my project and he's from Brazil. He wanted to know can I talk about another new song? The answer is yes. Um, I was originally planning on talking about the next song when it was uh, set to be released, but because everything's been delayed quite a bit, I may as well talk about it now. The next song that I'm planning to release after Awakening is called 103. It's a track I wrote uh, at the beginning of this year when Australia experienced some pretty catastrophic bushfires. I think the whole nation was really trying to grapple with the gravity of the situation, and I think we're all a bit traumatized by it. So I decided to write a song, um, trying to, I guess, reconcile with that situation, and the song that's come about is actually something that I really love. I knew from the start that the subject matter could be particularly depressing, and I didn't want that necessarily to be the case for the whole song. I wanted there to be a hopeful ending or a turnaround at the end, and that's kind of what's happened. The whole song is about those tragic bushfires, but at the end there's a glimmer of hope that's provided in that final verse. So that track 103 is something that will come out after Awakening. I've kind of finished the demo for that, but I'm pretty sure I might need to record the vocals again. I think it's something that will be out by the end of the year, but again, I'll keep you updated. The second question comes from a good mate of mine by the name of Nathan. He lives out at Barcalden and I'm really sad that I can't see him as often as I'd like, but he sent in two questions, which I'll try and answer as one. Do I ever get bored, tired, sick of playing and making music, and have I ever thought of giving up and going a different direction? The simple answer is yes, Nathan. That's something that I I think I regularly grapple with when I'm doing a lot of work on music. Not because the pleasure of writing these songs is not enough, but sometimes it can be incredibly exhausting to spend hours on end writing songs and producing them. To give you an example, on my recent uni holidays, I had five weeks that I deliberately made um, for finishing the demos of these next five songs. In my head, I had those five weeks to finish five songs, so that meant one song a week. I kept that schedule pretty well, but by the end of those five weeks, I was so sick of playing music. I was ready to not touch those songs for as long as possible because I was just exhausted and tired of working on those tracks. So yeah, I do definitely get tired of making music and playing music, Um, and I've definitely thought of going in a different direction, and I think the manifestation of that is my uni work. I'm trying to give myself something different from music so that I stay sane, and so that means when I actually graduate, I'll have the opportunity to look at music full-time or classroom teaching full-time. They're both things that I'm really passionate about, and I think the balance of both is going to be what gets me through. The third question comes from a profile by the name of Stargazer. She's followed my music for quite some time. I don't know her real name, but again, I appreciate her support of the project. She wants to know, do I desire fame? It's a really great question, um, and I think it's something that I've thought of multiple times. I think the essence of the question is do I want to be famous and probably the answer to that is no. But I do want my music to be known and I do want my music to get out there. Uh, The dream for me is to be a touring, recording musician um, and artist. Uh, There's so many people doing it now um, and so many people making it full time so I definitely want that to be my career path. But I don't necessarily want to just be famous for fame's sake. I want my music to be the thing that everyone loves, and I want that to always be genuine. So when I'm writing songs now, I'm always thinking, does this feel real, and does this feel genuine, um, or does this feel fake? I see indie artists as people that are just wanting to write really quality music, and if people like it, then that's great but if people don't, that's also okay because there's a real beauty in playing and performing music that they love. And I think that's why the the label of indie kind of works with a lot of music that maybe isn't indie. I think it's people that don't want to go into a pop world where they're driven by bigger crowds and bigger followings and all those things, which are good, but for me, I think... I think the goal is always going to be that my music um, stands true and it's real and it's genuine and, and it's a realistic representation of my life and my experiences. So going back to the question, do I desire fame? Yes, but only in the context of my music making me famous, not me being famous, if that makes sense. The next question I have comes from Amy, who's from Brisbane. She's come out to two or three of my gigs. The question that she wanted to know is, which musicians or artists do I admire? I love chatting about musical influences because it really forms a lot of the direction for my sound. Uh, I don't think I ever quite get the sound in my head onto paper or onto logic, but The purpose of having those influences is to continually inspire me. The musicians and artists that do that are Novo Amor, uh, Haylaker, Hollow Coves, um, Vancouver Sleep Clinic, Mumford & Sons. Um, There's just a few that I can think of off the top of my head. But then there's another guy like Saint Raymond who's an indie rock artist um, and he just writes some really amazing songs. Uh, and and to me, they feel really genuine. So the artists that I admire are those that, to me, feel like they're writing music for themselves. They're writing music, well, that sounds really selfish, but they're writing music that they enjoy, that they love playing, that they like listening to, and that's what I want to eventually do with my music. I'm not quite there at the moment. Sometimes i listen back to the first EP and go, oh, I reckon I could do that better, but the point of having those influences is to continually give me a direction and a sound and inspiration for my current stuff. So, yeah. Next question comes from Lindy, and she would like to know, where would I like to go on tour? Man, uh, I'd probably love to go on tour literally anywhere. Anywhere outside of Brisbane feels like a tour for me. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I would I would want to tour to the UK, to the US, South America, um, honestly, anywhere. Uh, it's it's a reality that I really hope um, comes into fruition because, yeah, as I said, I want to be a recording artist. Um, I want to be a touring artist. And honestly, I, I would love to do Australian tours. I, I really want to get on to support tours as well. Um, I think they're great ways to start touring and get your name out there internationally and all that stuff. But yeah, I reckon there isn't really a location that I wouldn't want to tour. Um, so yeah, I mean travel-wise I'd love to go somewhere like Iceland but I don't really know what their music scene is like there. So yeah, simple answer to that question is anywhere. Um, the last question that I have... Um, for this episode I apologise it's a bit shorter But um, the last question here is What has been the most memorable moment Of my musical journey so far? Um, I can kind of think of three That really stand out in my mind um, The first one is When we launched this new light That was back in April of 2019 um, Only uh, just over a year ago And that was when we launched the project we dropped the EP, and we played at the Milk Factory with a five-piece band. Um, That was an amazing night, and I think for me, it was the first time that I realized um, that this was real. This was something that I'd wanted for a while, and people actually enjoyed it. Um, That show, it almost sold out, uh, which is amazing. It was a a 100-capacity venue, and I think we got like 96 people there which was huge considering we hadn't played any shows prior to that. The next show, or sorry, the next moment that really stands out in my mind is actually the next show that we played. Um, we opened for Winterborne at the Foundry, and it still blows my mind that we got that gig. Uh, we really didn't have much content to offer, um, but people loved it. Uh, The show was great, Um, we played in a trio arrangement, and everyone there really enjoyed our music. Um, It was very unexpected, again, landing that gig and playing that gig was, yeah, nothing that I could have predicted, but that night was amazing, and we chatted with so many people afterwards who wanted to buy the CD, Um, and that was, yeah, probably another realization moment where I went actually, people enjoy this, like, there's potential in this music, and even now, like, people are digging the tunes, so that was another really amazing moment, and the last one was more recently when I started pitching songs to playlists, Um, it's really what's given me more of a following recently, and the moment was when I think the monthly listeners on my profile, on my Spotify profile, went over 35,000, that blew me away because I was like, wow, that's 35,000 individuals who are listening to my music, even if it's it's only at one point in time, that that happened is mind-blowing to me. Um, And yeah, as I said earlier, I don't love going back and and listening to the, the old music because I feel like that's a snapshot in time and I've moved on from that and I'm writing better music and I'm writing... Um, Well, I'm producing better music and so it feels weird to go back and listen to that but the crazy thing is people are still enjoying that and people are still sharing it and people are still listening to it so that's another moment when when we got to that um, that following that was that was huge thanks again to all those people who sent in questions I appreciate your support of this project so much that brings us to the end of episode four, but I hope you've enjoyed yourself. It's been great getting back into a podcasting headspace, and I really do love putting this stuff out for you guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and never let your frost for life fade away. Peace out.